The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. Appreciate that. I'm Mac. We're back. It is a beautiful Wednesday, and we enjoy spending our 4 o'clock hour with you, and you can always go back and listen to any of the shows or watch them if you're a visual person because we do we do produce a webcast, not just a podcast. Podcasts are all over the place. Apple products, Amazon Music, Podcast Addict, Spotify. We're on all of them thanks to our producer, Garth. But we are also visually on YouTube. And so just go to YouTube and put in search for uh, The View from a Pew, and you'll be able to catch our shows going a long, long way back. There's a couple channels on there that will take you back to 1998 when I uh, started a webcast platform in Des Moines and was one of the first in the country doing it. The, the register wrote a big story about it. It went on to USA Today, and my... My phone was just flooded with people saying, how are you doing it? What are you doing? Well, I wasn't the brains behind it. I was just the, the guy who was pr- uh, promoting it. But anyway, it's nice to see that here we are 20-some years later and everything's going great with uh, the Internet and delivering content and messages and, in this case, love uh, on the Internet. All right, Pastor, what's the first song we're going to play today and tell me about it? Well, we're going to play, first of all, Shalom, which is a well-known uh, Jewish folk song. It uh, has religious content. May peace be with you is the meaning of Shalom. But the reason that we're playing it is because this, is, this was religious music. Uh, this was the sound of religious music, not that particular song, but this was the sound of religious music in, even back into Old Testament times. The, uh, the sound of the, of the Jewish folk music is similar. You, can, you know, if you get a collection of different songs together and listen to them, they have the same kind of uh, light, emotional, kind of either happy or sad, but, but kind of an emotional uh, sound to them. And I think you'll enjoy this one just to kind of get a feel for what the sound of religious music was. All right, now, do we know uh, who's doing this? Do we know from what year it was recorded? Oh, yeah, it was recorded just a few years back, and it's a, a group of Jewish singers, and they're singing in Hebrew, of course. And, and it goes back to before Christ's time. Well, it's very similar to the kind yeah. of music that developed over time within the Jewish community. All right, so here is a little bit, uh, itty-bitty bit, of Shalom, and we'll get it to you here. As we download it and get it going. There we go.
Okay, now I want to just ask you a question. I don't mean to be funny here, but when that second part where they picked it up, yes, I I see people in my head dancing. Yes, but w- wouldn't that be Greek? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, that Jewish folk dancing was was uh, for for hundreds of years. Okay, was a part of their music. All right, and I noticed on the video that they were standing in front of a wall. That wasn't the Wailing Wall, was it? That was. It was the Western Wall. But it had writing on it. It had, like, a name on it. Well, they may superimpose that. Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, that was the background to it. And it was an album that was uh, created. Okay. But but Shalom is a a well-known chorus that I don't know how long it's been around, but I think it's very uh, similar to the kind of early uh, Jewish music. Yeah, and, and it's very different, of course, from what we think of when we think in terms of religious music. But for them, that was, that was kind of the sound yep. of, uh, of the music that you would write and the music that you sang. All right. What I'd like to do, with your permission, I'd like to play it once more, now that folks have heard it a time. Okay. It's only 40 seconds long. And if you can envision, what, 30 men standing at the foot of the Wailing Wall, and the Wailing Wall is probably 60 feet high, 50 feet high, you know? Beautiful, beautiful picture, and you can catch that, of course, on YouTube. This is the San Diego Jewish Men's Choir. All right. Um, And, yeah, if you go to uh, YouTube, you can see that. And uh, you know what I may do? I may put that in the hotkeys and play that every once in a while. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Nice little clip. You know, I've always said this, and this goes back to the fact that for 50 years I was a God guy. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't even know who my Jewish friends were, I know I must have had some, but I always said I must have a little Jewish in me. Mm-hmm. because uh, and when I was back, and you've been there also, to the Holy Land, that's a life-changing experience. It really is. And uh, uh, to this day, I can tell you how I feel differently about the, the Stations of the Cross, about the—I mean, I was, in, I, w- I was in the tomb. Yes. They let you walk in, and it's about the size of a small bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, if you ever get a chance to go, um, love to have you go sometime. Mac, I told you in a previous program about having been there uh, at the at the Western Wall and joining in a group of of Jewish men who were singing and dancing together. Yeah, and it was quite an experience to do that, even though I didn't know the Hebrew and couldn't sing along with them the same. It was still very powerful, very moving for me. I was I was inspired by it. Sorry, I got. Hold on. Screwed up. No, not you, Mac. Okay. 
I was setting up the next song. Sorry. Okay. It's ready. <laughs> Whenever you are. But that that kind of music uh, is the kind of music that I was involved in in that experience, and and music that I've heard because I've listened to different kinds of, of Jewish music. Uh, has kind of a, a similar sound to it. And I think it's good to, to listen to that and, and recognize that this was the music of godly people before yeah. Christianity, before Jesus was even born. Uh, Jews were singing the Psalms. They were, they were singing. I don't know how simple the music was at that time, but they were singing. They were glorifying God. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, there's, there's a powerful connection there uh, between uh, the Jewish faith and the Jewish music, wh- which affected Christianity then later on. Yeah, I, uh, um, I like that music. Yeah. It kinda, it, you know, it's kind of a, what they call a sound worm. You ever heard of that? You get it. You get a thing in your head. Yes. You can't get it out of your yes. head, and you find yourself humming it all day. Hum, 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 hum. There's a lot of rhythm to it, yeah. and again, it's it's kind of light music. It's not real heavy or deep. It's just uh, something that uh, catches in your in your brain very well. Well, and the interesting thing is that's the San Diego Men's Jewish Choir. Yes, and they're all over, uh, standing in front of the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall, whatever you call it, over there in Jerusalem. Now, the next music that we're going to listen to. Uh, is music that came from somewhere in the Middle Ages. It is uh, from a uh, musical selection of Gregorian chants. Chants, all right. Okay. All right, let's uh, put that on for you, and let's listen to what that sounds like. Okay, you said that was Gregorian? Gregorian. Grow, Gregorian. Gregorian chants. And what is Gregorian? Well, Gregory uh, was one of the uh, middle, the popes of the Middle Ages. Okay. And uh, there's a connection there with, with his term as, uh, as the head of the church. All right, so this was actually named after him. At the time he was a pope. Well, I believe that there's a connection yeah. there with, with his term of service. But there. we still have this music being performed now. I mean, in yes. 2023. Well, just like the Jewish music that we listen to yeah. also. But Gregorian chants really originated during the time of the Middle Ages. And they were, um, and, and I don't know, they could have even been before that. We don't know everything exactly about the history of music. But we know that they were singing them a lot during that time. One of the things that you notice about that, it's unaccompanied. Right. They're not musical instruments. Acapella. Yeah, acapella, that's right. In the Bible, in the Old Testament, it talks a lot about all the different musical instruments and playing those. And that was true of Jewish music. Now in the Middle Ages, uh, in the church, it's monks that are, are writing this music. 
and it's it's mono phonic monophonic monophonic which it, it's it there's very little change there's right. a little up and down it's in, not on stereo. the scale right it's pretty much the same and uh the probably the reason that it's unaccompanied and uh, that it's sung the way that it is is for the 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 sound that it creates it creates kind of an otherworldly sound. Yeah, let's listen to it one more time before we run out of time today. Okay. A Gregorian. Gregorian chant. Gregorian chant. Yes. All right, kids, have fun. We're going to be back tomorrow at the same time with more music, um, faith-based music, but some stuff that came from before our time. Speaking of our time, we thank you for listening to The View from a Pew here every day on your local radio station and live every day on theviewfromapew.com. And that's, of course, at YouTube. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.